<laughs> okay, I like this vibe. Add a bit of warmth. Put in the drums. Ooh, okay. Mic check. One, two, three. We are good to go. Hello and welcome everyone to our seventh episode of Candor. Today we are joined by our friend group's Lionel Messi, an absolute legend at soccer and on his way to playing college soccer. Today we will weave through his journey as a soccer player and his journey growing up. So hop on board the Candor train and let's get candid. That was a complicated intro, but welcome Ian <laughs> and Dish. How's everyone doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's our pleasure to have you. You're absolute lad to talk to. So why not just call you in and talk talk about your life and how everyone's everything's going in lockdown? I so how's it. your how's your quarantine going? It's go. It's going all right. Uh, training's a bit tough, you know, but trying to get mm-hmm. out there. Um, everything. But yeah, I mean, how about you guys? What have y'all been doing? We have been well, at home, not too much going on. School's over, just, you know, studying for our exams, for like SAT, you know, working out, just trying to pass time. Right, right. That's good then. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> have you been training for soccer? How we've been have training? You, how, yeah. Um, mainly heading out to just any practice fields and getting together with a couple of guys, whether it's from school or the soccer team. Just uh, looking up a lot of drills and just staying in shape, you know, basic running and stuff like that. That's great. That's great. That's that's solid. And Garv, you were asking how my quarantine's been. Well, yeah, yeah. I haven't really been doing much. Mm-hmm. Literally just some online courses, and then the college the college search is in full full swing. Got to look for colleges now. I feel that. I feel that. But, that hit me hard last. But that's that's about it. <laughs> yeah so that's good i mean is there anything what do you call it with your soccer what about the social distancing stuff or do you do you guys just like not care about it and you're just like whatever yolo i mean our coach doesn't really care and he kind of wants to get straight into it but i mean we all have that attitude but a couple of yeah. the main guys in the office buildings have seen us down on the field and they they make sure we're sticking to rules so we haven't been able to do anything contact it's mainly just a bunch of passing drills so just just keeping in shape and just getting touches on the ball really that's good and what about gym gym oh yeah well since the gym's been closed um we got a lot of like home workouts recently it's a lot of body weight stuff and really just running around our neighborhood and stuff like that oh that's great and Gaurav, you want to yeah. do the rapid fire round? I'll yeah. keep the time. Yeah, just keep the time for a minute. Then I'll just ask him some questions. Oh, you're rapid fire. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> All right. So we're just gonna ask a question. Just you know, quickly give an answer. It could it could right. just yep. be any answer. Not not too like difficult one. So. Okay. All right. You ready? Yep. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay. What's your biggest strength? Um, height. What is your biggest weakness? Heading. What if you could go back to in time? What would you tell your child, your like kid self? Uh, work on fitness and keep your grades up. Interesting. And um, okay, off topic, but who is your celebrity crush? I have no clue. 
Um, can I go with the younger one? Uh, yeah, sure. Yep. Selena Gomez. That was when I was younger. Jeez. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is your spirit animal? Elephant. 100%. Uh, what is your dream vacation? Uh, heading to the uh, a private resort in the Bahamas. Who is your most favorite singer or rapper? Whatever music you listen to. Post Malone. What is your favorite dessert? Ooh. Um, I don't know. Everything, pretty much. <laughs> time what is, is your favorite? Time is up. Okay, okay. Last question. Your favorite song at the moment? Oh, song at the moment. Ooh, I don't know. I, I don't have one, I don't think. That's fair enough. <laughs> I feel you, Ian. I have, like, all the songs are my favorite. And if <laughs> anyone asks me, like, what song is your favorite, I just blank out completely. I'm like, what? Do I even know any songs? <laughs> happens to me all the time yeah but um we all know you're a god at soccer and now you're well on your pathway to playing college soccer mm-hmm. and i'm guessing you have not signed like the national letter of intent so did you just make like a verbal commitment to unc yeah so at the moment uh just verbally committed um i think mm-hmm. the writing formal commitment comes in the fall of the senior year and um so that also means that either me or the college of unc charlotte can back out at any time oh wow and i don't know if you're allowed to disclose or anything but have you been contacted by other colleges as well uh i i have been yes (laughs) that's good i mean unc charlotte has an absolutely amazing team for soccer (laughs) it's like what top 25 ranked in the nation for like div one soccer mm-hmm. they placed 19th i believe in last year wow that's crazy mm-hmm. crazy to think that's a small like unc charlotte university is so highly ranked in soccer that's what i thought at first i didn't even realize it but i mean you hear all these big schools unc stanford you know georgetown all these big top schools and then you think of unc charlotte and realize they're actually a top 20 which is good yeah exactly i mean soccer is still like becoming a big part in the u.s yeah it's still not completely caught on mm-hmm. yeah I, I think it's like more because of the history like they don't have like a rich history like europe or other nations that, that's why mm-hmm. but yeah it, it I mean, has like I, a changing yeah. dynamic Personally, I don't feel like Americans are as open to new sports, foreign foreign things, and foreign yeah. sports. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. want their own version of sports. Yeah. So like baseball, basketball, or not. I don't know if basketball originated here, but American yeah. football. It, it did, it did. But I think I think did, American yeah. football, baseball, and basketball is like the biggest ones, and hockey. But hockey's like Canadian, yeah. but it's still like a really popular here. Hockey's really popular up here in the north. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, lot. a lot of people watch it but yeah ian why don't you tell us a bit about how it feels like following your childhood passion of soccer i mean it feels great i mean you're you're living your dream uh i mean in every type of way so mm-hmm. i mean I, when i was first younger i thought about always playing pro and now i'm taking first steps playing in the d1 college which is awesome um it's yeah. it's just like everyone says it's honestly a lot of hard work and so yeah i bet but yeah it, it feels great and what was your 
Yeah. And what was the recruitment process like? Did you go to a lot of scouting combines or did you just participate in your club games and you were scouted from there? Um, yeah, so I played on like the DA level, so it was really easy for coaches to come and watch our games and come to these big showcases. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know if you're a little more on like high school, you do have to go to those combines and a bunch of other places, but it it was, it was a little easier because of the team I played on, but no doubt still stressful and as hard all the same. Yeah. So most of the sports in America, I think, I feel like. A lot of them's like high school dominated. There's not a lot of club sports. Mm-hmm. But would you say that level of competition in club soccer is better than high school soccer? Or Yeah, from, from experience, I would say so. I know I have a lot of friends who've played and some siblings who've played in high school sports and they, they say club is harder. Um, yeah. I think, I think it's just the level that and the ability that like parents can get their kids out the club rather than at school. Because, I mean, in school, you have one team or, like, maybe a, a varsity and a junior varsity, whereas yeah. there are multiple clubs in one area. There's multiple teams in that club, and it's just – it's a lot easier to play there. So you get more talent, more players. That definitely makes sense. And on the DA level, is it more so local soccer or is it a good balance of travel and local soccer? I think DA is a lot more travel. I mean, mm-hmm. but since, yeah, you, you, I mean, DA's got a lot of different regions playing different teams from different states, but I, I'm not sure if y'all know, but DA has recently been canceled. Yeah. Yeah. They shut it down. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate. But why did they choose to shut it down? So I'm not 10 million percent sure either, but I just know that it was a lot to handle for U.S. soccer. And mm-hmm. I know there was a lot of argument between MLS DA clubs and normal DA clubs like Charlotte. Um, yeah. It, there was a lot of confusion and argument. And I think in, from my own view, it just seemed like it was a lot of hassle and it would just been easier to drop it. I think one of the reports like, was like corruption in, in, like, inside the organization. That's, yeah, that's but, true. Uh, yeah. yeah. Even I think even the COVID situation comes in where they can't handle the financial situation, which has been like really struggling for many things, especially now that they don't have like a source of income because almost no one's playing now. I guess that could be one factor as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how are they gonna? How do you know if they're planning to bring something else in to still provide that pathway for kids to come up into professional level? Yeah, I know they have another league below DA. It's called ECNL. I know a lot mm-hmm. of clubs are getting their own ECNL programs. And I know a lot of clubs are just trying to make a, a second ECNL program that is similar to DA. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think a lot of club, individual clubs are trying to keep young players thriving and stuff. But it's, it's really hard. Yeah, I bet it is. It's definitely been a hit. For players, I guess, who are just coming up right now, and this might have been their last case, last year to showcase their talents before college. Exactly. Yeah. But what are the different levels of soccer? There's rec, and then what are the levels of there? Uh, yeah, I know rec is. It's it's more like for me I, the way I see it. It's like a lot of fun, and you still get out there and you can play a lot. 
I know there's a lot of mm-hmm. non-official ones like Sunday League and just ones you can make on your own. And then you can yeah. go into the further ones, which is club. And then you can either play state soccer, which is club in your state. There's like regionals. And then you go to ECNL, mm-hmm. which can go to nationwide and DA as well. Wow, that's crazy. And Garv, you used to play rec soccer, right? Yeah, I used to play like rec soccer like every Sunday for mm-hmm. like two years. I, I guess it was fun. I like I like soccer. I I call it football, but so I soccer is fine as well. But yeah, so, so I used to play. Yeah, go ahead. So did did you think no? So no, sorry. Did you think like rec was? Were you looking at it as fun, or were you thinking like it was, it was a lot fun. of hard work? Okay. No, 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 no. Because we usually had like training once a week, and then a game like right after, like two days of the training. So it was mm-hmm. it was really fun to like you know after school you can just focus on it, and. Not focus, meaning like you can have fun, like you can be stress free that day. You don't have to worry too much. Right, right. If you like yeah, really love sense. soccer, then I guess competitive is really nice. But if you're just trying to have some fun, you love soccer, you love watching it, then playing it is really fun because you get to meet new people as well. And you can be at top of your fitness as well in, in the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And Ian, what is it? process been like for you did you always start at da level or did you slowly work your way up the ladder um yeah it was a really weird time because when i was the u13 age that's when they implemented da to that age group Mm -hmm. so i kind of once da was available to me i did make it so i I did start in the process yeah um but I, i did have great coaching staff that helped me get in there <laughs> that's great that's great i mean and what is your typical workload like how many days do you train in a week lifting and all that stuff yeah so i know with training you go four days a week monday through thursday and mm-hmm. games are on weekend um yeah for lifting wise you don't really get in the gym that much i mean at this young age it's really more on your own yeah. but there are a lot of helpful programs such as architect sports that really help with a lot of they help you with strength on the field and a lot of injury prevention but if you're talking yeah. about just getting more strength and like body mass uh, that's more so on your own yeah definitely I, I've been to architect actually. I had an injury and I had to go there for physical therapy. Hey, they help you out? <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm up and running again. Let's go. <laughs> Nearly as good as new, but the knees. Knees are annoying. That's true. Yeah, they definitely. Or whatever. Are. But um yeah, there's this there's this soccer player. Wait, Garv, what's his name? He's like that big ass dude. Oh, no, no, no. He's big too. Like he's huge and he can <laughs> yeah. run fast. But um, he plays for Wolves. Uh, Yadama Traore. Oh yeah. <laughs> he that he says massive. he's massive. He's like I checked his height and everything. He's like six foot something, and he's two and he's almost like one two two hundred pounds. And he says he doesn't do like weights or anything. He just says it's genetics, which is mm. crazy for him. And he's like ripped as hell. Yeah. Like, what? I don't know how he's that big and he can <laughs> and, run. And he can run like fast, like 
30 kilometers per hour. <laughs> That's fast. He's like the size of an elephant with the speed of a cheetah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He's a chelephant. Like, like he bullies. Like he bullies. Bullies wherever he plays. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard people, or at least on interviews, people are scared to like go up against him. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. I mean, imagine that running at you. <laughs> he should. He should try his hand. Try his hand at American football. Oh yeah. Oh, he, he would crush people up. Y'all ever seen like the Iranian military general guy? Yeah, I've I've seen him somewhere, but <laughs> dude, dude, is there is there videos awesome. on YouTube or something? I think I don't even know. Jono mentioned it a lot and showed me a picture. He's like he's just really big and buff. Dang. So it reminded me. Yeah, some military people are just crazy. Yeah, it's big time. Especially Marines. We talked about this like two weeks ago in our episode. They're crazy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Their fitness level is just, and their mental strength mainly. Yeah, mental. It's un unparalleled. Big word there. <laughs> do you do do you do any talking about mental? Do you do any like mental training besides physical, like meditation or something? Um, not like I don't know. I don't know what really a lot is. Yeah. I don't have a lot to compare with other people, but yeah. I definitely say like religion helps me since I'm Catholic. I can trust in god and like pray and like you said meditate yeah but i mean definitely before like pre-game i always you know get hyped up in my mind you know and do like the mm-hmm. lightning mcqueen i am speed thing you know? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> speed. <laughs> <laughs> you know just some words of confidence to get you lifted yeah that makes sense and you said religion helps you mm-hmm. what does re- religion how, how does religion help you I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, but I mean, God's mm-hmm. just a wonderful thing in anyone's lives, wherever God it is. But I mean, just praying for him before a game. I don't pray to like that we win or ever. I just pray for a, a safe game that everyone, you know, pushes themselves. Everyone stays healthy, stays safe on the field, and then we have a clean yeah. game. But definitely knowing that I can put my faith and trust in him while I'm on the field is a, a big plus. Yeah, that makes sense. And I see, I see praying to God as a form of meditation as well, mm-hmm. personally, because mm-hmm. everyone's like sitting quietly and just like focusing within themselves. Yeah, you know, striving for that connection. So that's good. I'm glad you have that thing to lean upon in your life. Thank it's you. Like positive mentality. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. religion serves as a. It's an important factor in society. I would say. Definitely. It gives a lot of people hope and something to lean upon, even in the darkest times. For sure. So that's good. Um, but yeah, what? How do you picture yourself? And like, you're going into college right now for soccer. Right. So how do you picture yourself? What are you going to pursue in college? And what is your motive in terms of going professional? Mm-hmm. So in terms of like pursuing in college, you mean like what are my goals to do there, or? What are your goals and what degree are you going to be pursuing along with your soccer? Like besides your sports and everything. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I really like biology and speaking of which, architect sports. I'm trying to get into physical therapy or something with, you know, doctor yeah. or a form of medical school. Definitely. Um, but I, I've had a lot of time to think about it. But I think my plan is go there, make sure I do really well. 
and I'll come back to this, but my first goal is to go professional, maybe get into the MLS. Um, yeah, definitely. And then I'll come back and get my medical degree. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's the main goal. But yeah, if you're if you're gonna be a physical therapist, I don't I don't think you'll need medical school. I don't think you. I think it's about yeah yeah. I think it's about six years of education. Or okay. Something like that. It's like six years of education, and then you have to do like a two-year fellowship or something. No, yeah. But physical therapy is definitely really cool. I think physical therapy is my first option, but I think my parents want me to go to medical school and like get a form of doctorate because uh-huh. you know dentists make bank, so it's hard to pass up on <laughs> all that. You, I mean, yeah. you have a good smile and good tre- teeth as well, so that's that's hey. like good ethos right there. That's good ethos. <laughs> Thanks, man. Just slap your face. To a billboard with a nice smile. Jesus. He's going to get all of them. He's going to get all the girls as well. Oh, They'll come in just to see his smile. Right. <laughs> right. Ian, you said you wanted to pursue a career if you go professional in MLS. Any specific team you would like love to play for? Uh, at first, I didn't know, but I think just because of what happened with the Charlotte MLS, you know, the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Queen City, you know, it's not a bad idea for Charlotte. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. coming up. Like, yeah. is, is it like next year or this year when they're launching? It's definitely not this year because of Corona and everything. I think I think you're right. I think it's next year. Yeah, because uh, like later this year, no, earlier this year, they had Inter- Miami came up. Mm-hmm. They were a new franchise. And I saw, I, th- I think it was on your story or Eli's story that Charlotte may have their own MLS team. Which is pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. They're making making some moves out there. They are. Charlotte yeah. is definitely growing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Charlotte's like in the top fifteen most populated cities in America, something like that. Yeah. Like I think it's top twenty. It's crazy but, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. But I mean I, I forget. Yeah. Yeah. I mean growing like growing up half my life in Charlotte and then going to Charlotte for college and then just going to Charlotte for MLS. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Wait, half your life? What? Where was your other half? Uh, so when I was born and till about twelve years old, I lived in Columbia, South Carolina. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Dang, that's crazy. Um, and do you like do you like watching soccer? Ooh, that's a tough. <laughs> I like I like watching it. It's definitely fun, but I think I do have to be in the right mood. Um. Yeah. Cause I also I think some games can be a little boring, but if it's not oh like a good team, good teams are interesting play, like not playing, then it definitely gets like boring to watch because there's right. no excitement in the game. Yeah, I mean I know I know just your sports main is cricket, but I mean what do y'all think yeah, about so watching soccer? It's fun. It's really fun. You know, I do not watch the you know leagues like the EPL. Or MLS. Yeah, you don't watch the full on like games. That's what you mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch like leagues. But when it's like World Cup season, Dude, I'll stay up all crazy. night. That's I'll, crazy. I'll stay up. I'll like wake up at five and watch the wake games. Up, World Cup, Euros, everything. That's just like that's like the atmosphere yeah. we need. Sometimes I'll watch like the Champions League final, but it's mainly the big games. It's not like I won't like watch the, every game. Yeah, like the three leagues everyone loves to watch is um, World Cup. Euros and the yeah. Champions League. That's like mm-hmm. the most exciting one. Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah. So speaking actually of the World Cup, do you all have a full team you support or is it just whatever you're you're going along with at that time? 
you know, when I was young, I used to be like a religious follower of Argentina. <laughs> but I was like mainly band bandwagon because like the only player I knew was Messi. Right. But <laughs> now it's just like, you know, just watch for the fun of it, mm-hmm. like sake of it. Mm-hmm. I fully support Argentina since 2006. Okay. I see. You. I've been there <laughs> even before Messi was there. But it's it's been tough to watch them. It it's like definitely bu- some people really bully me about it. But I really, oof, dang, but it's fine. Wait, Garv, I, you were born in two thousand and three. You've been following them since two thousand six. Okay, I was like three. No, okay, like I used to like love watching soccer. So I just like the only uh. team I knew was Barca, Argentina, and I knew Messi's face and like all the old players' faces. Mm-hmm. I can see Garov just walking into a shop as a three-year-old and holding up an Argentina flag. Jeez. <laughs> I, really, I really used to believe India used to be on the top. Then, like, later the, it hit me that they haven't even played since 1950s. Yeah, nah, so, they're, they're making a comeback. I, I promise you, by, like, 2030, they'll, they'll be the champions. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess they, like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I, I support Argentina. But it, if you're talking about Europe, I think France really making moves. Mm-hmm. France has yeah. some talent. French people really, French and Spanish oh, people really are amazing at soccer. They are. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys remember the 2010 World Cup? Oh. There was some like octopus that would like predict. Yeah, he the predicted games. either Netherlands or Spain winning. That was crazy. Jeez, no, I never saw this. Wait, was it like a video? It was no, like a it was like live, it was on live TV. It was an octopus. Yeah. He had the chance to predict who's going to win the World Cup final. It, it was either Netherlands or Spain. Mm-hmm. And he actually chose Spain. Like he actually predicted it spot on. Wait, so and it wasn't just it wasn't just like one game. They didn't just pick out a random octopus. It was like apparently that tests. octopus had like yeah, he had like a s- streak <laughs> of like predicting which team would win. Mm. They would like put put out like two identical bowls of food. One was mm-hmm. for one team, one was for other, and whichever one he ate, that would be the winner. Dang, I love the human race. <laughs> I know. Instead right? of just watching the to see who wins, we pull out an octopus to pull. <laughs> yeah, people were more excited about the octopus at a point than the World Cup. <laughs> uh, you should definitely go search it. Up. I'm definitely gonna do that right after this. <laughs> <laughs> but talk about yeah just continue sorry but what you were saying about france um i i was like watching this vox documentary yeah like a few weeks ago uh, spanish and uh, french dispersion yeah apparently like france has the highest concentration of professional soccer players around the world yeah especially like surrounding paris yeah the neighborhoods like surrounding paris mm-hmm. They put out a lot of soccer players, for example, and it's mainly like immigrants that come yeah, from Africa, Africa. and mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's cool I, to look at. Yeah, I'll, I'll be moving to France in a year. <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah, so they have a really good program. You mm-hmm. could even consider it a I semester think, study yeah, abroad. French French academies have apparently the best academies in the world. Like they're the most prestigious ones. Like, so many yeah. players have come out, like Mbappe, Pogba. There's countless of them. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. 
like you said, French has a lot of players in a lot of different leagues. And with yeah. the past World Cup, I can't remember a team who gave them like a, a good challenge. Exactly. Yeah, true. But, and France, it's not just like club teams. A lot of their players, because they're immigrants, they have dual citizenship. They can either play. And they go and play. Yeah. They like grow up in France, they train in France, but then they go and play for their home country. Mm-hmm. It's not just clubs. It's a lot of teams that France like puts players out to, yeah. which is crazy. That's good, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You definitely consider a study abroad program. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Talking about soccer, but, Ian, who's your favorite team? That's the most important question. My team? Yeah. Uh, If we're talking club, I'm uh Chelsea. They're in the English there League. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 it. That's pretty much it. So Eli is the only Liverpool fan. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. he must have been so excited. He was. He must have been over the moon. <laughs> yeah, he was. I mean, oh. Chelsea did help them with the win by beating Man City, but Jesus Christ! <laughs> Dang, Garv Garv hates Liverpool with a passion. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's because of last year, because Champions League, you know. Ah. Oh. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to talk to Eli about this. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go get him real now. No, 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 no. It's gonna be complicated, but yeah, it's interesting to watch. I've been to two games. Which two games have you been to? It was back in Indian. It's the Indian League, so that's that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. Isn't it called like the Indian Super League? Yeah. ISL. Dude, we had. What do we have? We had Ronald we had Ronaldinho play in that league. We had like some legend from Juventus play for that league as well. Crazy yeah. stuff. Wait, isn't it an Indian soccer player who like surpassed Messi or something in oh, most yeah, international goals? Sunil Chetri. He has the most international goals after Ronaldo. Like sixty seven. Damn. And he's like twenty twenty eight or twenty nine. Yeah, and no one knows about him. Jeez. Just because he didn't do So now that you said that, Garov, you've been to like in-person games? Yeah, yeah. Like full-on crowd games. So do you think it's a different environment from watching like behind the TV and on the and in-person? Yeah, it is. Because, you know, like if you're watching at home, you can just like, you can stay quiet and watch the game. But if you're in person, you hear like, 20 different people yelling 20 different things at the players saying do these tactics you do these tactics some are just like cursing at the players <laughs> so excited to watch but it's definitely like really nerve-wracking i've never whenever i went i was never at my seat i was just like standing half the time oh yeah but yeah but i mean we yeah. went to i don't know if y'all ever had but a couple of the panther at panther stadium they do like summer mm-hmm. games there yeah, uh-huh. and I know Liverpool and Chelsea played, and we've seen them. It's the environment is amazing with just the whole crowd, and it's, it's definitely different. Yeah, it is. I've I've been to a lot of stadium games, like cricket games. Yeah. I've been to World Cup cricket games, and then AFL games, which is Australian football. And personally, I feel like if you're going to go to watch in a stadium, you you don't need to necessarily go to watch the game it's more to enjoy the atmosphere i think it's most because if you want to like yeah if you want to watch like carefully there's no better place than the tv yeah like like, you can have the camera and everything yeah Yeah, like the camera and everything it stays 
on the players. Like in the stadium, it's like to take in and enjoy the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And it just gets you like kind of hype. Yeah, exactly. That was very and you never know where the time passes as well. Like it just goes on. Mm-hmm. That was well said. Yeah. <laughs> what about your favorite player? Ian, Ooh, who's your who's your most favorite player? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, not because he plays for Liverpool, but because he plays my position and does it so well, I'd probably have to go with Van Dyke. Oh, you're a center back. I I play like center back, and then every once in a while I'll go into the midfield, but okay. usually usually center back. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Van Dyke is a beast, though. He is. It, it yeah. was good to see a defender finally like make a run for some of the individual trophies for national yeah. soccer. Cause I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing to take away from Messi or Ronaldo, but like mm-hmm. it, since it's been them for so long, it was nice to see a, a defender. Actually be yeah. 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 I think in a lot of the sports, it's the defensive position that gets downplayed a lot. Like it's only the offensive people and the people that score points mm-hmm. that get they, all the credit. They get more like if you, you know, even if you look be, at I yeah. don't know, let's look at baseball. Like the batters who have like the highest percentage, they're the ones that are going to get recognition. Mm-hmm. But the pitchers who have like the most strikeouts, like they don't. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more more to the offensive position that gets the credit in a lot of sports. Yeah, but a lot of time it's just the defenders that have to work much harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think everyone. I mean, I think everyone works hard the same, but I think the recognition is definitely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like in football, like American football, you see all these posters of quarterbacks and wide receivers, but they're not looking at yeah. like tight ends or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like cornerbacks. Yeah. Exactly. Nothing. Linebackers. <laughs> I guess Luke Keekley was really big in the Panthers. He was a linebacker. Yeah. But he's the he's the Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm so sad he retired though. I know. It was out of nowhere. I didn't think he was gonna he do was it that big, early. I think Panthers had a really bad glow down since twenty sixteen. That Super Bowl loss. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. It's really been it's it's been complicated for everyone. Yeah, when Cam Newton started going down, so he, did the Panthers. He, he's gone now. Christian McCaffrey's been the only like Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been like the light. <laughs> and also Ian, like growing up it wasn't just soccer. You were also homeschooled. Mm-hmm. So how's that contributed to your experiences growing up? Um I mean, it's definitely helped. Uh, with homeschool, it's a lot more flexible schedule, so I could get out the train a little bit more. Um, but not just that. I mean, it changes a lot of my mindset. Um, I wasn't exposed, as you know, mm-hmm. to a lot of a lot of bad things in the in life with drugs yeah. and more PG thirteen stuff. <laughs> definitely. But yeah. But what was what was your main motive behind homeschooling? Why not just go to school? That was a great question. I mean, it was a lot on our parents that made us homeschool, but at the elementary mm-hmm. school we went to, they saw a lot of flaws in the education system. And yeah. they thought that sending us somewhere else was going to be better. And then they just thought, let's do it homeschool like that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. 
if they actually saw the flaws in the environment and chose to, you know, yeah. bring you bring bring you up their own way. That's good. I think the only. I mean, oh sorry. <laughs> wait, continue. The the only bad thing me and Eli thought about the school when we were there uh, was when mm-hmm. we played recess. We weren't allowed yeah. to be on the same team when we played soccer. <laughs> oh, come on. That's <laughs> kept, I know they kept us oh apart. I mean, looking back on it, it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> but it, it was just funny. That's good. That's good. And um, what do you call it? Do you wish what you would have gone to school instead of homeschooling? Or are you glad that you were homeschooled? I think I'm glad I was homeschooled. I think it was a good decision. Even though I missed out on a lot, I was very pleasantly surprised with how it went yeah i mean that's good homeschooling is definitely really cool because it allowed you flexibility i guess it has a lot to do with your abilities in soccer as well because you would have been able to dedicate more time towards soccer yeah exactly or yeah yeah you could have been like you are more focused on soccer now or else if you were like if you look at that way if you haven't been to school I think you put way more effort into it to be in a position where you are now, now that you have a whole college offer, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is good. And also, like, in homeschool, the academic side of things, do you feel like you learn more in school? Or do you learn, like, equal amounts in homeschool? I think I learned equal amounts, but it was, I mean, definitely when we transitioned from homeschool to high school, it was a lot different in terms of curriculum, like you said, academics. Um, you you do learn mm-hmm. the same stuff, but it's more of the four, what I don't know what they're called, the four main ones like science, math, English, and history, yeah. and there yeah. aren't that many electives. That makes sense. And you still have to take eight courses in homeschool. Um. Yeah, pretty much around that. That's really cool. And your social life, how is that affected? <sighs> Did you just? Did you just mainly have like friends from soccer or? Yeah, pretty much. It was kind of sad, but <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, it was a lot of hanging out with soccer friends or people. I mean, we might have gone to like one or two like homeschool things, events, yeah. but it was mainly soccer. And uh, Wait, that's really cool. They have homeschool events. Yeah, it was really cool. Dang. <laughs> But um, homeschooling. I was. I'm definitely happy that we got to go to high school because meeting a lot of different friends of different cultures. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet high school is definitely fun. Especially 8K. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on there. Keeps you entertained. Always, always keeps you on your toes. Yeah, 8K is an interesting place. I mean, that's that's really good. And overall, like, what kind of a person would you say homeschooling's for? Um. Uh, if you want to do homeschool right, I would say definitely people who are motivated with any anything in life. If you're even academics or anything else, motivation mm-hmm. and if you're just willing to stay on top of it. That's good, bro. Yeah, that's amazing. And Gaurav had one last final question, the ultimate question for oh. any soccer fan or player. Player, all right? Yeah. Let's hear it. Messi or Ronaldo? <laughs> oh. I hate this. So many people have asked me. I got you. I'm guessing you're not going to let me take like a really long explanation of why they're both good. You can, you can go ahead. No. Anything. You can go ahead. Let's hear it. I think they both have strengths and weaknesses and they like really make a good run for like the best player in the world. But 
I mean, they both have mm-hmm. strengths and weaknesses. I think that maybe two years ago when Ronaldo was at Real Madrid and he was in his prime scoring goals after goals, and we thought that was unstoppable. Yeah. And also mm-hmm. Messi, again, unstoppable. You couldn't see him. He scored yeah. a lot of goals yeah. where defying physics is a great word. Uh, uh-huh. I think I'm going to go with at the moment right now, I'm going to go with Messi. Yes, makes sense. <laughs> and don't go And I'm I'm not just saying that just because I got two Argentina fans in here. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Dang. Garves, you make Garve happy. Hey, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not an Argentina fan anymore for the record. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just I was just baby jish, not knowing anything about soccer. Are you an Australian fan after last like two years ago? You know what? Let's just go for Australia. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm a. I'm an Australian national. Got to rep the country. I like yeah. Tim Cahill used to be a god. Oh my dude! <laughs> he scored a banger, I, I think, in the twenty. He scored this volley in like twenty fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> that volley was insane. Oh, it was beautiful. But yeah, and then he went and like boxed with the flag. Yeah, it's like pow pow pow. Oh, when you score a banger in soccer, like. I don't know if y'all ever like felt it, but if if you know the balls like going in, you see like the perfect spin and the perfect clip. Oh, you already start celebrating. Uh-huh. That's that's I, that's the yeah. best part. <laughs> Have you ever scored a goal being a defender? Uh, when I was, I mean, even like a year ago, yes, I scored. I was mm-hmm. scoring a lot, but I mean, this year, I don't think I had any. Um, but last year, I think I still had two. Dang. Yeah. That's solid, bro. That's solid. Just the satisfaction of it hitting the net and get that roll around is it's the best feeling in the world. What's your favorite celebration? Bonus question. I think you can't go wrong with a little like jump and like the fist pump in the air, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yes. <laughs> and then You know, I've I used to watch a lot of soccer celebration videos back <laughs> in the day <laughs> when I was in sixth grade. And my favorite one of all time has to be the toilet seat. Have you guys ever watched yeah. that? What the team who does that? They also did like the fishing one too. Yeah, yeah. the celebrations are on point. Dang. I mean, the toilet seat was just amazing. It blew my mind. It was very well set up. <laughs> Definitely. You got carded for that oh. as well. I think. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Wait, who did that? Whoever did that, I think they did. They, they pretty much got a yellow card. Like mm-hmm. they took their <laughs> they took their pants down and everything. Let me, right, let me ask you one quick final question. It, let's mm-hmm. say this. Yeah. Let's say you guys eventually somehow get in the World Cup, right? Yeah. You uh-huh. score an absolute banger, like either in the finals or like in the semis or something like that, and like you win the game yeah. for it. Are you taking your shirt mm-hmm. off? Like you running into the flag and taking it off? Bro, I'll take my pants, <laughs> my shirt. I'll take everything off. <laughs> I'll streak the field. Dude, I'm going. I'm going into the crowd. Like. That's it. Hey. You know, they might, they might actually, I'll be like suspended from the next World yeah, Cup, like the first probably. few games. What are they going to do? You already won the World Cup. It's probably no, like they, they, the suspension carries on. Yeah. So I'll be suspended for the first few games. You should just quit soccer after that. Just. Yeah, I'll anyways make enough money. Yeah. <laughs> I can open my soccer celebration academy. <laughs> oh my God. Get people from all around the world to learn how to celebrate. <laughs> I'm joining that club. Yeah. 100%. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. 
that's all we had today for you guys. Is there any final thoughts or statements you would like to make, Ian? No, nah, I mean, thanks for having me on the show. And if you're out there and you got something, any dream, just keep working hard for it because never give up. There we go. That's yes. It. That's perfect advice. Garv, anything you want to add? Nah, not really. I mean, just keep watching sports. Make yourself feel better during quarantine. Mm-hmm. And don't stress out too much. I guess everything will be all right. That's, I guess. That's, that's pretty much it. YOLO. <laughs> and yeah. That's pretty much it. Yo. See you guys next time. Let's go, boys. That's good. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today, Ian. We appreciate you joining us. Definitely got some nice insights into your journey yeah. to where you are currently. Thanks for having Definitely me. really cool. Mm-hmm. But that's it, guys. Thank you for joining us today. Mm-hmm. And hope you join us next week again. Yeah. Follow our Instagram, Candor Podcast. Yep, you can follow our Instagram and if you need to DM us, email us, you can do that through the Instagram. Yep. Alright guys, see ya. See ya.